What's up, everybody? I'm Jay, the Schmuck Buddha. My weekly tales revolve around all the horrible shit that has happened to me throughout my life. From acts of pure stupidity to sexual conquest gone awry to being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Every week, I will be sharing one of my ridiculous tales and let you be the judge. I bring you the stories about the Schmuck Buddha. Enjoy. A little backstory on incoming pudding bombardment call for backup. During this time in my life, roughly once a week, I tried to free my mind and relax because I was constantly stressed out with having an intense, overbearing Jewish mother on my ass every day about going to class and doing well in school and an intensely critical stepdad who penny-pinched every cent I used, wanting a full-out explanation and receipt for every dollar I spent. Yes! The stereotypes are true! The stereotypes are true about Jewish people, ladies and gentlemen! I can confirm it on both accounts from my own personal experience. (laughs) Anyways... I had yet to experiment with mushrooms, and I figured now would be the best time to try it because I was young and invincible in my thinking, a dangerous mixture when it comes to a juvenile thought process. The truth is, I got way more than I ever dreamed possible. This next story is one where I tried mushrooms, and my mind did a number on me that makes Hiroshima and Nagasaki Look like a nursery rhyme. I bring you Episode 6, Incoming Pudding Bombardment, Call for Backup. The first time I ate mushrooms, or shrooms as most people refer to them as, was an intense experience, to say the least. Back in college, one of my friends thought I'd have a fabulous time shrooming, the act of ingesting psychedelic mushrooms. He brought us the equivalent to an eighth's worth for he and I to enjoy. Just so you know, this friend ended up dropping out of college and was a drug addict to mass proportions. (laughs) A really bad influence that you want to shield yourself from if you were naive like I was during your college days. Nice guy, though, nevertheless. He was a lot of fun to hang around with, but trouble always loomed whenever we would get together. I know... I know, you're probably thinking, way to go, Jay, with your quality judgment. With that, I say, fuck you and the horse you rode on. Live a little bit from time to time. Make a mistake. It won't kill you. (laughs) Nah, I'm just playing. I'm joshing you. Anyways, my bag was filled mostly to the brim with caps, which are much more intense than the stems. I began to partake in the shrooms, accompanying every mouthful of that shit with a spoonful of peanut butter due to the fact that by itself, the fungi tasted like animal feces. I also drank, along with every bite, orange juice because the citric acid within the drink intensifies the hallucinogenic qualities of the fungus as you hallucinate. Thirty minutes passed as I began to feel happy, while my laugh began increasing in volume and in pitch. I began to sound like a high-pitched dwarf from the movie Elf. In case
case you have never done mushrooms, the effect creeps up on you and hits you out in nowhere. It's like one minute you're fine, the next minute you're seeing double of everything, and when you move your hand in front of your face, you can see rainbows stemming from your fingertips. That's how crazy this shit can get. By the time an hour rolled around, I was fully entrenched within my trip as things had become intensely weird while time had began to stand still. My friend and I wandered aimlessly throughout our college campus, making several stops. One of our many stops was at the old main fountain. What an experience that was, ladies and gentlemen. All of a sudden, I had a vision. Elvis Presley was strumming his guitar within the surrounding trees. Water was gushing from the fountain as it spewed out surreal colors, including azure blues, blinding yellows, bloody reds, and blanketing whites. Just so you know, when I saw Elvis, he was shimming and singing, Ying another mother hound dog. It was fucking nuts and extreme. Things at that moment appeared to be amazing, but this wouldn't be an amazing story of mine if something really dumb or funny didn't occur all at once. Within 10 minutes of us sitting down on a nearby bench next to the fountain, I suddenly switched from having a truly good trip to an extremely horrible one. All of a sudden, I thought I heard sirens screaming throughout my head. I could have sworn I saw the police force, along with the fire department, pulling up behind me. I booked it like a bat out of hell towards the only safe place I knew of, my dorm room, without saying a word to my friend. <laughs> I was like, if that's the cops, every man for himself, sucker! During my long run back to my living quarters, which lasted roughly 30 minutes, I collided with a couple that were making out on a blanket within the quad. As my feet connected with their heads, I fell face first into the concrete. On impact, my face crashed hard against the pavement as I became thoroughly befuddled. After my face had smacked the sidewalk, I had no idea where here was as I somehow mustered enough strength to lift myself off the ground rather quickly and began running into the darkness of the night once more. Just so you know, I was tripping fucking balls and no one could save me. I was like, ah, save this poor bastard that is me. I'm in so much shit right now, you don't even know. Save me, please. Anyways, quickly glancing over my shoulder while thinking to myself that I indeed had spotted the lawmen and fire brigade, and it immediately became clear in my mind that both sets of officials were rapidly gaining on me. As they were chasing after me, I started grabbing various trash cans in my line of sight while simultaneously 
pulling them to the ground, hoping that would stop or slow them down. Off in the distance, I spotted a large set of bushes and ran towards them to hide behind. While in the back of the shrubbery, I began removing all my garbs in order to blend into my surroundings like a chameleon. When I stopped, the only articles left gripping my body were a pair of boxers and my old run-down sneakers. <laughs> I became a crackhead running amok in his undies. <laughs> Next thing I know, I was running out of speed in my damn draw. Suddenly, the sirens appeared frightfully close once more as I leaped out from behind the bus gauge and began running towards my safe place again. Finally, after all my marathon-like sprinting, I made it back to my sleeping quarters as I quickly bolted up the stairs to my room. Briefly, I glanced at the clock and it read 1 a.m. Once inside my room, an idea came to the forefront of my brain in the form of chocolate pudding packets nestled deep inside my fridge. I decided to do something drastic for some odd reason. I was truly tripping balls and was completely out of my mind by this time. The thought that crossed my medulla oblongata took the shape of an old camouflage tactic I swore I read about in a survival guide years back while studying to become a Boy Scout. What first appeared to be a smart idea at the time suddenly turned into a huge debacle. With a container of pudding in each hand, I commenced Operation Coco Strike. Out of pure desperation, I launched packets of the gooey substance down the central corridor within our building. Adhesive matter violently crashed against the hallway walls, exploding everywhere on impact. Desperately, I tried to cover up my tracks with the splattered viscous stuff so no one could tell where the substance originated from. That was my mission at hand. Five cases later, and the entire hallway of our dorm was covered from head to toe in that steamy mess. It literally looked like the Swamp Thing had an uncontrollable case of the squirts as shit was all over the place. It smelled like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory by the time I was done with my little charade. When I finished, this little escapade of mine melted dessert oozed from every possible surface around the wing of my dormitory. The bad trip lasted for four excruciating hours. To my surprise, I went right to bed minutes after my hallucination ceased. The next morning, my RA held a mandatory meeting and demanded that someone divulge the identity of the pudding bandit, the name 
he so eloquently gave the person responsible for throwing all the pudding bombs the previous night. I said nothing throughout the entire confrontation, but thought to myself, job well done, genius. Maybe next time you should try using caramel. That's way tougher to get off the walls, and it stains many surfaces too, you ignoramus. How you get into these situations is truly a work of madness or art, Jay. I guess that's why they call you the schmuck Buddha. Surprisingly, I actually got away with that act of vandalism. Thank heavens. The moral of the story or life lesson is... Whenever you decide to do any sort of hallucinogenic drug, always do them with people you trust. Never take it alone because you never know what you're going to get yourself into and it may be too much for you to handle solo. Trust the schmuck Buddha on this. Take my word for it. If you don't heed my warning, you will be sorry. Mark my words. There you have it, folks. My rendition of Incoming Pudding Bombardment Call for Backup. If you liked what you heard, please share it. Hit the like button or subscribe to my Twitter. All one word. Twitter.com slash schmuckbuddha. Instagram, all one word. Schmuckbuddha. Facebook page, all one word. Facebook.com slash schmuckbuddha. SoundCloud, all one word. SoundCloud.com slash SchmuckBuddha. And you can find me on iTunes in the search type in SchmuckBuddha, all one word. Or you can go to my website, all one word, SchmuckBuddha.com. I will be releasing a tale once a week for your viewing and listening pleasure. This is your boy Jay, and this is my legacy that I leave the world with. And as I always say, don't attempt to be like me. But don't take the safe route in life. Thank you very much for listening. Until next week, I'm your boy Jay, and this is the Schmuck Buddha Experience. Peace out.